Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, Nashville. Good morning, Nashville. Peace to the city and peace to the planet. Man, we're excited, Nashville, again, to bring you guys another episode of the Black Man Vent 2 podcast. Good morning. The Body Mass Index of Coaching and Mentorship in a Black Man on today's episode. My name is Jonathan Davis. I go by Junebook. Nashville, my name is Leon Davis Jr. I go by L-Dog, and I thank God for giving us another day and giving us another Monday morning, man. And I'll tell you what, these Monday mornings roll around so fast, man, and we just keep grinding and keep trying to bring you content that matters. We don't want to just bring you just anything, man. We want to bring you some stuff that matters, something that will add to your life, man, but not only add to your life, but just give you another perspective on what black men deal with from different areas and different walks of life, man. So we're just thankful for this guy that we have on the day because the walk of life that he travels on, I guarantee you, I put it like this, I didn't know nothing about it. So maybe you do, but I didn't. Nashville, we often get stereotyped about this this type of industry that, that our guest uh, uh, is a part of, you know. And, and a lot of times, you know, black women are getting into swimming pools. They don't want to get their hair wet. A lot of times the black stereotype is black people can't swim. We literally have Nashville a guy that is a celebrity in the swimming realm. Um, it may sound crazy to some, but Nashville, he swims to find artifacts of slave ships. And Nashville, what better season to have him on than the coaching and mentorship season because he's mentoring kids yeah. today in yeah. Nashville through the swimming industry. Pop. Yeah, we went to an event this past weekend where he was uh, recognizing uh, some students that he's uh, mentoring and coaching right now. And, man, he has, like, 17 kids that's in his program that uh, that uh, that is embarking on this uh, this thing that he does. And uh, he's really giving them a, another option in life besides a ball and a mic. So I appreciate being at that event. And uh, just know, my brother, that we appreciate having you on the show. But more or less, man, uh, nevertheless, I really appreciate it being at your event this week, and I thank you for inviting us. Before we get into our sponsorship segment break, I do want to reach back to the episode uh, we had last week with J.B. Smiley Jr., man. If you yeah. listen to this, brother, yeah, we want to thank episode. you for your um, for your your presence. You know, naturally, you being in, a, in the campaign realm, you know, we know that you're busy, man. know that you have a hundred other things that you could be doing. But the fact that you spend a little time with the Black Men Ventu podcast, yeah. we do. Thank you. Yeah. Nashville and to our audience, please know that our YouTube video is up. Our YouTube video is up with J.B. Smiley Jr., the body mass index of coaching and mentorship in a black man, again, with J.B. Smiley Jr. That YouTube video is up now. Make sure you guys check that out. And again, J.B. Smiley, we want to thank J.B. Smiley Jr., we want to thank you, Pops. Yeah, Nashville, it's a beautiful day to be alive. It's a beautiful morning to just be uh, thankful to uh, be able to just see another day. So as I say, I hadn't said it in a while, but I'm going to say it today. Get your coffee. Get your bagels, get your donuts, man. Even if you had to get you a little fruit, whatever you got to do, man, to get you kick-started, go ahead and get kick-started, man, and enjoy this episode this morning. Nashville, have you heard of Black Man Vent today? Again, this is the Body Mass Index of Coaching and Mentorship in a Black Man with our special guest. Nashville, have you heard of Black Man Vent today?
And just like that, Nashville, just like that, we're back, man. We're back. Good morning to you guys, Nashville. Good morning. Monday morning, Nashville, the Black Man Vent 2 Podcast. Good morning, Nashville. Have you heard a Black Man Vent today, man? I am really, really excited uh, for today's episode. We have brought a many of different people on throughout this month, throughout this year. It's been a while since we done had an old school brother yeah, onto the podcast, yeah, man. Time. So, it's about time. <laughs> so we got to mix it up a little bit, man. Got to mix it up. But this guy, uh, Nashville, he is truly, truly not a uh, a stranger, if you will, in terms of what he's done, the work he's done behind the culture and behind the black culture in the realm of swimming. Um, Nashville, again, I, I can swim in chlorine-oriented uh, water, but I don't know about anything else. So uh, I'm just super happy to have Mr. Stewart, man. Kenneth Stewart is on with us today, a part of being the Body Mass Index of Coaching and Mentorship and a Black Man, again, with our, our special guest, Kenneth Stewart. Nashville, let's hear about this good brother today on the Black Man Been Two podcast. Mr. Stewart is from the Bronx and has called North Nashville home for the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. He is an IT professional by trade with companies including IBM. Mm-hmm. He is now choosing to give back after retirement in a very extraordinary way by shaping the lives of Nashville youth through aquatics and maritime, excuse me, maritime archaeology. He established the Tennessee Aquatics Project, also known as TAP, and later Diving with a Purpose, also known as DWP, a nonprofit organization connecting recreational scuba diving to tenants of STEM. His efforts are currently recognized and displayed in the new National Museum of African American History right. and Culture yes. in DC yes. for the work both the DWP divers and the YDW divers, as Ken refers to his community of participants, did with the Slave Wreck Project. Chatting with Mr. Stewart was a true blessing. Um, as I felt I was literally hearing about his true story, excuse me, his true history in the making from an even more genuine soul. Nashville moving right along to talk about the TAP uh, organization that he has um, started. TAP officially started in 1995 in Nashville with a mission to give youth a 360 degree approach to living their best life as he shares diving was just a natural way to do it. Mm-hmm. Mr. Stewart has worked with White's Creek, Hunters Lane, and Pearl Cone High Schools to identify students each year to participate in the program. Right. TAP has helped over 25 and up youth each year since its inception in 1999. Wow. Nashville again presenting to some and introducing to others. My good friend, my good brother, Mr. Kenneth Stewart. How you doing this morning, Mr. Stewart? Fine, fine. Thank you for having me. Thank yes, sir. Yeah, um, so I did. I co-founded the Tennessee Aquatic Project about 27 years ago with another gentleman named Willie Sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but prior to that, um, I was uh, very much involved with my children. My children were athletes, you know, baseball, mm-hmm. football. So I did all that with them. Uh, and then they, you know, they kind of moved on. And, and uh, but I saw there's a little void in my life. So I started scuba diving. In, 1989. We'll make this a short story. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I, I came back, man, and I, and I coincidentally, I coincidentally met Willie Sweet mm-hmm. uh, to the National Association of Black Supervisors, we talked about it earlier. Mm-hmm. And we had the kind of the same, we had kind of the same vision. Yes, sir. Uh, to, to help youth mm-hmm. uh, do something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we formed uh, the, at that time, it was called the Aqua Project. Gotcha. 
right? And then all we wanted to do was, you know, change some young people's scuba dive and send them along the way. Yes, sir. But after working with them, man, we discovered this needed a little bit more than that. <laughs> so uh, eventually we became the Tennessee Aquatic Project and Development Group Incorporated. Mm -hmm. uh, so TAP is from uh, ages 8 to 18. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, we used to be... Uh, 14, 18, because you were talking about high school. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, we kept lowering We went to 12, and then we went to 10, and now we're at 8. I'm not going no lower than that. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. Uh, and um, so we have 27 years devoted to the national community. NTAP mm -hmm. um, uh, is composed of five different components. Mm -hmm. uh, one is education. We're very keen on education. Mm -hmm. uh, I check report cards, you know, you make go. sure they're doing well. And if they're doing well mm -hmm. in school, I don't bother. Mm -hmm. right? But if they're not doing well, we have to come up with a plan. You have right. to maintain a 2.5 GPA to stay in TAP. Okay. Uh, okay. If you can't maintain that, uh, you know, you'll have to leave the program. But yeah. we have never put a child out because of grades. So right. we usually we're able to, just the thought of being put out is enough. Yeah. Right. Or we'll yeah. get them a tutor. Right. There you go. Right. So there you go. That yeah. we're very keen on that. So mm -hmm. that's one component, education. Next component is community service. Mm -hmm. You know, I tell the young people, you're a part of this community. Come on right? now. Uh, mm -hmm. you, we have to give back. Right? Yes. So in this program, we give you a lot. Yes. And then so with that, you got to give back. So we do community service projects. You mm -hmm. know, because of the pandemic, we've been we've been not doing as much. Right? Mm -hmm. But uh, we, we would go to the Knowles community. Uh, to the Knowles home mm -hmm. and, and interact with the, with the residents. Mm -hmm. uh, we've gone to, uh, we do, a, 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 we've adopted White's Creek. So we clean up White's Creek uh, three times a year. Mm -hmm. So that's community service. Yeah, yeah. So yes. all that. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Wow, so man. that's yes. all part of their environmental impact and, you know, they're part of their community service. So yeah. that's number two. Mm -hmm. The third part is training. training. Right? So I can take your child uh, from a non-swimmer, that's someone who can never swim, mm -hmm. to what we call a master scuba diver, and then everything else in between, which would be a lifeguard, water safety instructor, lifeguard instructor, mm -hmm. um, and a master scuba diver. Mm -hmm. All right, which is a heck of an accomplishment for mm -hmm. a child who's only 18 years old. Yes, it's, it's, a, yes, it's an equivalent to being an Eagle Scout. Yeah, right. And all the kids who have come to our program who have achieved that, and most of them, are, most of them are black. 99 percent of them are black. They right. will tell you. When they went to college, it gave them a step up. Yeah. Right? Because, you know, colleges are looking at, college is not only looking at grades and wanting to know what you've done in the community mm -hmm. yeah. and what you have done uh, to enhance yourself. Yes. yes. So, you know, working at McDonald's for 15 years used to look good, but that ain't it. Man, I know you're right. right? So we got to give our children mm -hmm. all the things that they need mm -hmm. uh, to excel. Yes. So, right. And then uh, the fourth component uh, is wilderness survival. Right? So we go out in the woods four times a year. We mm -hmm. teach of uh, the basics of surviving the woods. Mm -hmm. We go from, um, the, we go four times a year. So each mm -hmm. each each um, uh, each month it gets, well, we do it four times a year. So mm -hmm. it'll be, it could be four consecutive months. Mm -hmm. But each um, WSC gets harder. Mm -hmm. And so the fourth one, you don't have anything. So, but you're supposed to use all the things that you've learned in the first three. three. So mm -hmm. that way you can survive in the first right. four. Now we don't, in the fourth one, we just don't put you out there. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, yeah. Uh, you know, we teach you how to, you know, how to, how to build a fire, how to, how to cook, uh, how to navigate the storm, right. you know, all those good things. Yeah, right? man. And believe right. it or not, 90% of the youth love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Now 10% don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. But 90% yes, love it. So, right. um, and then the, the fifth one is travel, right? There's no sense of doing all that training, right? And learn how to scuba dive. Right and don't get to go nowhere. Yeah. So, right, right. Um, we've been all over the world. Mm -hmm. Right, so mm -hmm. uh, tap is from uh, August mm -hmm. uh, until 
um, May. So tomorrow is our last meeting. Mm, like wow. we have, we're having a, a luncheon tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be our last meeting yeah. until August. Okay. Right. But that's for the new kids, for the kids who are diving. They, we've planned a whole summer long program for them. Mm, yeah. So they'll be, they'll be enhancing the skills and um, uh, doing, uh, we got three weeks to work for programming mm-hmm. down in the Florida Keys. Yeah, so right. they'll be down in the keys for two weeks. So that is the gist of the program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and so, like I said, we've been um, doing this for 20, uh, we're not 27 years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, and which I take great pride in. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I mean, so that's kind of with tap. Mm-hmm. But the other things that I've done, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I'm not trying to brag for you. No, man, no, man. Give us that info, man. God has been good, right? Yeah, and God has been good. Things kind of fall into place. So yes. Is, uh, the other thing I, this is another long story that mm-hmm. I formed an organization called. So after again, so my diving career mm-hmm. flourished, and I'm start diving, and you know I meet all these black divers. Mm-hmm. Right? So we we, yeah. we formed a com- camaraderie. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, to give, you know how race, even racism is in scuba diving. Mm-hmm. I went down to Florida City. I wow. found a brother on the boat, and nobody. And so in diving, you got to buddy up. You got to have. You can't go by yourself. Yeah. And nobody want to buddy up with you. Wow. No, won't go. You know, and, and my assumption wow. was. Yeah. Know, let's be honest. You know, let's let's talk about the elephant in the room. Yes, sir. Black. Yes. Right? Oh yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. Right? So. Oh yeah. So, yeah. but then I met that. I, I, I met these brothers from the National Association of Black Scuba Divers. A gentleman named Dr. Hosea Jones and Rick Powell, who who were the co-founders, man. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, the, my whole life kind of changed. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, you know yeah. everybody has phases in their life. Right? Yes. You know, young people when they go to kindergarten. They think that kindergarten kid be his friend for his life. That don't happen, right? right? No. So on, so on, so on. So these are all these, all these different phases. Yes, so sir. Yes, I've sir. been in this last phase for about 30, 30, 30 yeah. something. Wow. Yeah, right? And this right. is my last this phase. Is, yeah. yeah. And so I met all these wonderful brothers and sisters, right? I tell somebody, I probably go to every state, call up one of my nabs, brothers and sisters, and they'll put me up. Man, wow, that's right? good. That's how, that's that's how close good. we are. Wow. So right. eventually, you know, we was diving. Mm-hmm. And diving is it's like any other sport. You know, you can you can get kind of boring. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. all you know, if you go to if you go to Indonesia and and, and you go to Florida, the corals look alike, the fish look alike, so and so. So it gets kind of mundane. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, long story short, I had an opportunity to be involved um, with a group with with a, 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 a young lady who was an archaeologist mm-hmm. at Biscayne National Park. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, when we met, we. We, we became friends. Her name was Brenda Lazenberg. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm kind of skipping the story, but because mm-hmm. it would be mm-hmm. too long, it would take up your whole hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I met her, um, and she was the, the park archaeologist at Biscayne National Park. Mm-hmm. And so the, the last thing she said to me before we left, she said, "You know, Ken, uh, and I, I alluded to you know you don't dive alone." She said, "I'm the park archaeologist, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and you know, uh, I, I, there's, there's 50 wrecks here, mm-hmm. and I have to." Uh, we are congressionally mandated to to um, survey them every year, mm-hmm. and I don't have a buddy. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I said okay. I you know I said I ain't said nothing too. I came home mm-hmm. right, and I emailed my black brothers. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Right. I yes, said, sir. listen, y'all tired of the same old diving? Let's dive with a purpose. And that's exactly diving with a purpose. Wow, man. wow. Right. So, ain't that some? Uh, wow. A couple of brothers took us up on it. Now Brenda, Brenda, uh, like I said, was an archaeologist, and she always said. And you're going to share this knowledge, mm-hmm. right? You are not going to keep it to yourself. So mm-hmm. you're going to, I'm going to train you, and then you're going to train others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this yeah. was in 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so she started the organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, no, she, we started, we co founded mm-hmm. it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since then, uh, we had three 
uh, people who took it up originally, uh, Eric Denson, uh, Rod Singleton, and Early Thorn, who are still with the program, mm-hmm. right? But to, and to this day, we've trained over 500. Wow. Right? wow in man. this, it's called uh, Maritime Archaeology. Come on, yeah. now. Now, when Come we on. finish the program, it's a week-long program. Yeah. Um, in, in the Florida, not in the, well, not only the Florida Keys, mm-hmm. uh, but we've got a, a session in Costa Rica. We've done some um, in, um, in, in Florida, many in Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you finish, you're a maritime mm-hmm. archaeology advocate. You're not mm-hmm. an archaeologist. Mm-hmm. But the thing that brings everybody together um, is our love of history and our love of diving. Yes, yeah. Right? And the thing that really brought us all together is a slave ship called the Guerrero. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Guerrero was a slave ship that sunk, we think, in Biscayne National Park mm-hmm. in 1827. There was mm-hmm. 500 captive Africans on board. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was chased by... British warship called the Nimble was chased to the Florida Keys. The Guerrero hit a hit hit, hit the reef uh-huh. and sunk. Forty one Africans died. That wow! Night. And wow. the rest were either um, in, enslaved and taken to Cuba, or some of them have were sent back to Liberia. Yeah, right. Not sent back because they never came from Liberia, but <laughs> sent to Liberia. Mm-hmm. So we know everything about that ship. Except where it is. Wow. Right. So I've been searching, searching for that ship for mm-hmm. the last 16 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Um, and so every year we have a mission to try to find it. Now we have we have places where we think it is. We mm-hmm. right, but we're not a thousand percent sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Again, this summer we're going again. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, to do an expedition to find that mm-hmm. slave ship. Right. So that's diving with a purpose. So mm-hmm. diving with a purpose. Again, as I said, um, it's an organization. Uh, that that teaches the lay scuba divers. That's lay, I'm, I'm I'm a lay scuba diver. I'm not a professional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. How to identify and map underwater shipwrecks? Simple as that. All, right. All you have to be wow. is an open water scuba diver, which I am. Mm-hmm. Have a certain amount of dives, and you can come to our program. Wow. Um, yeah. And 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 it's it's exciting, right? Mm-hmm. So we have missions every summer. We've got three coming up um, this summer. Mm-hmm. So in. 2000. So Brenda, who who partnered with me, mm-hmm. right, uh, and co-founded with me, always said she knew where the grill is, mm-hmm. right. But unfortunately, uh, she knew where it was. She took it to the grave with her because she, she passed, passed away. away. Oh, yeah, I read it. Right. Yeah. right. Okay. So we have been still looking for it. Okay. Right. So people ask me, well, how come? How come? You know, and I was with her when she passed. Wow. Yeah, she passed yeah. Uh, April 15th, mm-hmm. two, 2008, mm-hmm. 2009. Mm-hmm. Right, and people you know, say, well, how come you ask? I just couldn't bring it, you know. I yeah, just ask yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, man. So, in that yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So the bottom line is is we've been uh, looking for it, and, and it's been exciting, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What brought a lot of divers together. Mm-hmm. But as, as, you, as you can attest to, I love uh, young people mm-hmm. that I'm working with. Yes. And so... Um, Right before, a couple of years before Brendan passed, I, I brought a couple of tap kids there mm-hmm. who were accomplished divers, right? Uh, who, who they were master school divers, Terrence, uh, not Terrence, yeah, Terrence Adams and uh, Marcus Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and Marcus, uh, right now, uh, he came to the tap program mm-hmm. and he is a, uh, he owns his own investment firm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he can. Att- yeah. In fact, he's on our board. Okay. Yeah. So I okay. can turn him to our board. Wow. And then Terrence just passed the, uh, He's a fireman now. He just yeah, graduated man. from the academy. That's yeah. great, man. Yeah. That's I mean, so we have had an impact. Yeah, on our young and sisters now. Yeah, right, right, right. right. And sisters. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That, that's some. So the bottom line is, I brought them to to to, to GWP. Mm-hmm. Right. So there was about I don't know 30, 35 or something on the ship. So and they were you know they were teenagers, right? So mm-hmm. what I you know I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, right? You know, there's something wrong here. Not wrong. 
But what what was happening was after a while, the young people didn't have anything to say to the adults. You know how young people don't like to talk to adults, mm-hmm. right? Right. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. uh, they had a good time, and mm-hmm. I and I just said I got to do something. Yes, right. So. Uh, a couple, for a couple of years, I brought young people to the adult DWP. Mm-hmm. They did well, mm-hmm. right? But I was in, in South Africa um, on, the, on a slave ship called the San Jose, mm-hmm. right? And my ancestors said to me, you mm-hmm. need to do a, a youth dime with a purpose work. But I swear to God. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right? Wow. Yeah. And I yeah. can't. And so they were on the boat was a young lady named Justin Benanti, Justine Benanti. She, mm-hmm. she was from New York. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Dave Conlon, who mm-hmm. was the National Party, said, let's do it. Uh, and that, so we started Youth Down with a Purpose 11 years ago. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. So wow. it's the same program mm-hmm. as the adults. It's just that it's for youth 16 to 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, so every year, um, so like even this year, they meet in Biscayne National Park mm-hmm. and we teach them the same course, mm-hmm. but we do more with them. Yeah. Right. We're trying to develop them. Right. right. Yes. Right. So they do presentations, they do all kinds of things. They're not mm-hmm. like the adult program. Mm-hmm. Right. But, Technically, wise is the same program, but we do more with them, mm-hmm. and, and and the youth will tell you, right, that um, you know it has been quite rewarding. Right? Mm-hmm. So we've had uh, some of them have gotten internships with NOAA National Park Service. Uh, we've got a couple two uh, getting their PhDs right now. Wow, man! Um, and eighty wow. percent of them graduated from college or in, mm-hmm. or in the sciences. There you mm-hmm. go. Now some of them are. are uh, Academians and doing social work, right. Mm-hmm. right? But that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, yeah, that's okay. Productive, yeah. Still productive. So, so those are the three programs that I'm very much proud of. Yeah, man. Right? And and kind of what we've done, but I I didn't stop there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so we've got our younger our younger group. Right? Mm-hmm. So I just told you like tap is eight to eighteen, mm-hmm. right? But I was on a, a boat. With some some PhDs, man, they were they were three white girls, but I was on the boat with them, mm-hmm. and I asked them, you know, what encouraged them? Uh, why did you get this doctor? Mm-hmm. Right? And they all said that when they were young, they were interested, and they told their parents, mm-hmm. and their parents just fed them, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. just kept feeding, feeding into, them, feeding, feeding into them, the dream, feeding, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. how, mm-hmm. and, you know, and we, we and I love my people, but we don't do that. Wow, that. come on, man. My child said, Mother, I'm interested in marine biology. Well, go, go to the library. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that ain't how it's supposed to work. Yeah. You know, that ain't how it's supposed to work. It shouldn't work. Mm-hmm. And I know parents are busy and this and that. But I was very much involved with my children. So mm-hmm. all my so. children died and all of them. One is a master school driver. So, mm-hmm. you know, I fed them. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, they went another a different route. Went all the routes, yeah, yeah. So I met a group of young ladies from Cleveland. Uh, the name of the other place is called Sia, called See You at the Top, mm-hmm. right? A dynamic sister, uh, a mother uh, and two daughters who uh, just f- formed this group called Sia. Mm-hmm. And I met them, bottom line, I met them a couple of years ago and I had this vision. I was telling them, look, you know, we need to bond together as nonprofits. You know, we're small nonprofits. Mm-hmm. I'm a small nonprofit, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. right? And so are they, mm-hmm. you know? And I said, you know, a lot of nonprofits get, get the money. Yeah. I just saw, you know, Boys and Girls Club, you know, Denzel Washington, you know, he was the Boys and Girls Club alumni. Mm-hmm. He go yeah. out there and they'll get a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You yeah. know, um the mm-hmm. uh, why, you know, and we don't get we struggle. So we formed an organization called GBO. Get okay. Black Outside. Mm-hmm. Wow. Get Black Outside. Okay. Yeah. And then we were blessed that the the National Forest Service uh-huh. got wind of what we were doing yeah. and they offered us some money to have a GBO day. It's called Get Black Outside. Mm-hmm. Right? So, wow. you know, mm-hmm. so yeah, mm-hmm. I should have turned this on. Are you all right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, so um, let me do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is our second year of GBO day. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so the GBO day is really designed for our younger, for our, our younger folk. Yeah. Wow, um, that's yeah. great. So, um, so last year we had it in four different locations: mm-hmm. Cherokee National Forest in Tennessee, okay, um, Washington Jefferson Forest in Washington D.C., mm-hmm. um, uh, Ocala National Forest in, in, in Florida, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, another one in West Virginia. Okay. We had it all on the same day, right? Right. right. Uh, and, and 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 it was just just trying to get us outdoors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, it's no cost to it. Mm-hmm. Right. All you got to do is get there. Yeah. Right. Wow. And we were extremely right. successful. Yeah. Right. So over the course of the four days, we had maybe almost two hundred people come mm-hmm. at, the, wow. at, at the four different locations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what we what they do is the National Forest Service has a what we call a snorkeling program, mm-hmm. where you actually get into a stream with, mm-hmm. with, with what we call a wetsuit on, mm-hmm. and you can you can see. The, the health of the stream mm-hmm. you can see the invertebrates in it so on so on so yeah. this is designed for as I was telling you mm-hmm. for the four, fourth and fifth and sixth grade to give them implant yeah, that yeah, and get, right? get that idea mm-hmm. get the idea you know yeah. that, that yeah. this is what mm-hmm. you can do yeah, right? yeah. So, so a lot of kids you know, had never done it before yeah. yes. and so the, it, was, it was so successful in fact that Forest Service uh, we won an award mm-hmm. for GPA mm-hmm. did wow. uh, so now we're in our second year mm-hmm. yeah uh, and so um what happened was uh, the four groups decided that having it on one particular day didn't satisfy them mm-hmm. because um, it was June 25th, mm-hmm. right? So in Ocala, they said it was too hot. Okay. <laughs> okay. And, yeah. And then yeah. for, for uh, uh, West Virginia, it was too cold. Too cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll find <laughs> So uh, for D.C. And, 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 Tap, uh, and Tennessee, mm-hmm. we're having ours again uh, June uh, 25th. Okay. So Ocala had theirs in February. Okay. Extremely successful. Man. Mm-hmm. They had a hundred something people come. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And so we came and supported them. Yeah. Right. And had a great time. Yeah, man. Uh, so we have an hours again in June, mm-hmm. uh, June 25th. So I, it, for, for, for Cherokee National Forest, unfortunately, it's too late to sign up. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But but uh, if, if you have a fourth and fifth grader um, n- next year, uh, you know, you can come ha- hang out with us. So yeah. the program is free, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you, all you got to do is get there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We take care That's of the rest. Great. You know, yeah. we supply the wetsuits, yeah. mask and snorkel. We feed you, yeah. right? And then uh, if you if, if you, if you, you, know, you have it in you, we, you'll camp, we camp all weekend. So mm-hmm. we'll, yeah, so we'll yeah. leave here. My group will leave here. It's it's three hours away from here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So we leave here like five o'clock in the morning. We mm-hmm. gotta get there at nine. Mm-hmm. Right. So the mm-hmm. GBO event, the Get Black Outside event, is uh, from ten to two. Gotcha. Right. Uh, and then um, you know the kids. I mean, they have a ball. Yeah. Right. And then for two o'clock, folks who are not staying will go home. Mm-hmm. But the rest of us go camping. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll camp out in T- uh, Cherokee National Park. Yeah. And then Sunday morning, the folks will have some options to go. White water rafting or zip lining mm-hmm. or just enjoy the great outdoor. Yes, mm-hmm. or go mm-hmm. home. Right. right. So these right. are the things. So anyway, and, and a lot of folks have never done it before mm-hmm. and say, you know, this is, you know, this I love this, you know. And some people say, oh, this I've done it mm-hmm. and I ain't coming back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to me, you know, we've encompassed all of the the age category. Yeah. So what I tell, especially if you're here in Nashville. And you have that age category that we just talked about, mm-hmm. right? Then, then they can join tap. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, or you know, if you got your child and he wants to do something, find a way to keep him, keep him busy, keep yeah. Him busy yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 and, and expose him. And you'll find young people love it. Yeah, that's something. Yeah. 
Yeah. That is something. So that's my story. Man. And I'm sticking to hey, it. Man. Sticking that, that's that's a that's a great story, man. That's a great story. We got a few minutes left in this segment, but I, I want to ask you this question and uh and um uh, just ask you this. With all you've been able to accomplish and and uh and all the coaching and mentorship that you've done, who was your coach and mentorship? Because somebody had to inspire you to get on this road. Well, as I as I was telling you, um, I met this gentleman named Dr. Jose Jones. He mm-hmm. is co-founder of the Association of Mexican Doctors. Mm-hmm. All right. So when when I met him, uh, a truly inspirational gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, he's up there. He's up there in age now, but um, he encouraged me. I formed. A, a, we had a, an adult group here, mm-hmm. Tennessee Association of Mexican Doctors, mm-hmm. which is uh, I was one of the co-founders of it. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then. Um, um, I co-founded the TAP program, not simultaneously, but almost about the same time. Mm-hmm. But for our culture, right, and we're the only culture that, that does this. Now, maybe we're not the only, but we're one of them. Mm-hmm. Right? We do not embrace our youth. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. We yeah. don't. Yeah. Let's be honest, right? Yeah. right? Uh, you know, we under the mentorship. I, I don't know if it comes you know, from our slavery roots or whatever, mm-hmm. our Willie Lynch roots. Right, but we don't embrace it. So you know, a lot of your brothers who've accomplished stuff. Hey, I got mine. You get yours. Mm. And then, right? You know, the Jews don't do it. The Chinese don't do it. Nobody else does it. Right. right. So to me, I was having those issues even with TAP. Mm-hmm. It was TAP, Tense issues, but you that they wouldn't embrace the you. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, it don't matter to me. Right. I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So we kind of separated them, uh, and I would call Dr. Jones, and, and I remember one thing. Uh, he was telling me, right? He said, Ken, don't let the naysayers, right? Because you're always going to have it. Right? Yeah. Don't yeah. let them stop, stomp on your vision. Yeah. And so for me, he was a true inspiration okay. to, to where I'm at now. Now, he serves on the Deep Dive More Purpose Board. Mm-hmm. He's one of the lead instructors. Okay. Uh, but like I said, you know, he's getting up there, but he was my inspiration. Okay. That's great, man. That is great. That's great. Nashville, man, um, what has this guy not done? First things first, man. Um, he's he's had his hand on so much involved yeah. in culture and in diving. Yeah. And um, as we all know, man, the, the black culture does not, as as Mr. Stewart says, embrace that part mm-hmm. of, of 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 life. You mm-hmm. know, we we're not getting in the water if if, if if a black girl get her hair where she made, yeah. and, and, and it's just, it's just, we don't we don't embrace that as a culture, man. So Nashville, we're truly truly excited as a podcast to yeah. have none other than Mr. Kenneth Stewart on the Body Mass Index of Coaching and Mentorship in a Black Man being uh, today's episode. Nashville, uh, we're going to get into some more venting with Mr. Stewart, man. We want to talk to him about his family life and uh, talk to him about his parents, man, and just get him more venting, get him into more of a venting um, mood yeah. uh, in terms of how he even uh, thought about swimming and just, just where the idea came from of where he's at today and how he's moved forward in his life. Nashville, again, after this commercial break we will come right back to you with some more content on today's show nashville have you heard a black man been today before people boarded those ships they belonged to this ethnic group or this tribe that's when this thing called black was born Where do we put our sorrow? Where do we reconcile our history? And where do we reconnect with our heritage? All of us look for a touchstone. 
generations later, there are people who are descended from the continent and they can go back and touch these historic sites, even underwater. There were some 12,000 slave ships involved in the trade. So it's a tremendous amount of work. So y'all want to come join us and die with a purpose? Okay. I was living in D.C. and the Museum of African American History and Culture had opened. And at the very bottom of it, it has artifacts from a ship. They were part of the larger story that I was getting. And then I make it to the second floor. There was this picture and I go to read the plaque about it. And it says it's this group called Diving with a Purpose. And this is a part of the Slave Wrecks Project, which is a larger collaboration of partners who are dedicated to finding these slave ships around the world. Then I see the name of this guy, Ken Stewart. So I used to go diving. We would get on the boat, and the folks on the boat wouldn't buddy up with me. My assumption is, is because I was black. It happened several times, and I didn't know really what to do. Then I found out about Dr. Jones, and the rest is history. A lot of people consider me to be the dean of African-American divers. And I learned to dive in the military. My first official dive was 1951. Dr. Jones is truly one of the greatest black men I have ever met. When I came back from the military, there were people who had heard about diving, but they didn't know how to do it. One by one, people started contacting me. So I said, well, let's form a club. These people were intent on telling their own stories. And I thought the human journey of Africans in the Americas has not been told from this lens anywhere. Our first summit, two archaeologists came in to give a talk on a Henrietta Marie slave ship. Well, once we saw the shackles, it really upset the people. We decided we were going to put a plaque down on, on the Henrietta Marie. Now, I've made over 6,000 dives. That was one of the most memorable dives I had because it was like diving on a grave site. You do feel like you're visiting the souls of your ancestors when you're down there. It's just difficult to explain the, the feeling. Sorrow, uh, anger, uh, disgust, and you feel a sort of feeling of helplessness. We said, you know, we need to go out and find these slave ships. And just like that, Nashville, just like that, man, we're back. We're back. Good morning to you guys again. Monday morning, Nashville, we're here, man, with Mr. Kenneth Stewart. He has done everything involved <laughs> with swimming. Yeah, um, yeah. Body Mass Index of Coaching and Mentorship and a Black Man with Mr. Stewart. And we're going to get right into more of the venting on today's episode. Nashville, have you heard a Black Man vent today? Mr. Stewart, man, one of the leading questions i want to ask you as we get into this second segment is uh just talking about your family life man um i know um in the bio that we mentioned in the intro you're, you're from the bronx originally man uh just talk to us man about that upstate life and 
and um, your mom and, and your dad off the air in Nashville, he mentioned to us that uh, his mom is 101. One old years young. Man, I won't say she's years old, years young. So, mm-hmm. Mr. Stewart, just get into that with Nashville and just let us know, man, how that's impacted your life. Well, yeah, um, I'm in New York. Born and raised, I was born in Harlem. Uh, mm-hmm. My sister uh, grew up in Harlem uh, for, for the first part of my life, and then moved to the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, New York, uh, you know, is a kind of town. You can do everything in, in the city, right? Uh, I was very outdoors kind of guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember my sister was telling my mother, "Does he live here?" Because you know, <laughs> I live, in, I leave in the morning and yeah. then come back to late at night. Late at night, yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, but I wouldn't do nothing wrong, just hanging right. out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, you know, technically, uh, me and my partners, we go to the pools. New York had a lot of uh, swimming pools. I think they still do. I, mm-hmm. you know. uh, and actually, I'm a self-taught swimmer. I'm not a great swimmer, mm, wow. but I'm, swap- I'm self-taught. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, so very outdoorsy. So I'd like to do everything. But New York has its handicaps. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that, you know, everything is not readily available. You mm-hmm. can't, like here in Nashville. You can go fishing within 20 minutes from here. Right. You can't do that in New York. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, you know, went to, had trials and tribulations. Um, got married and uh, started working for IBM. Uh, got got a little disenchanted with New York. Mm-hmm. Um, New York was going through a crisis. Uh, crack epidemic. Crack mm-hmm. epidemic was mm-hmm. starting out. Mm-hmm. The heroin. The heroin epidemic was was ceasing, mm-hmm. and crack started coming in. Mm-hmm. I, I said it's time to get out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was very much blessed uh, working for IBM, and I was in the office one day, and my manager walked by and said, "Anybody? There's an opening in Nashville. Anybody want to go?" I raised my hand. <laughs> Two weeks later, I was here. Yeah, I had never right. been never been south in my life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes sir. You know, yes, sir. Uh, and, but it was a blessing. Yeah. They gave me some. Uh, it's called M and L money, moving and living. So it didn't cost me anything to move here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, brought my family back. You know, we, my wife and I, were having some some issues at the time, but it was a, a good bonding point for her to bring them here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the good thing about Tennessee was um, I was able to participate with my children. Mm-hmm. Right In New York, you couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Right, So my children are athletes, both of them were athletes, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so I was able to take them to practice, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, pick them up every day, take them to practice. Uh, you know, watch the games. No, you can't do that. Yeah. Uh, you know, because you got the subway, you got to get home, like this. So, Traffic, yeah. 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 And so, uh, so I was, you know, I was pretty much blessed, mm-hmm. right? And then, you know, my kids, they're very much outdoorsy. Uh, my, my, my youngest one is not my oldest, mm-hmm. right? But, and they love it. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to um, do that. I've got, you know, my parents, uh, you know, I had, they, they were together all, 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 you know, all me growing up, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know, my father was a hard worker. Mm-hmm. I think I got my my working habits from him. Mm-hmm. I remember him getting up every every morning, mm-hmm. putting on his hat, and going to work. Mm-hmm. Now, whether it went or not, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he left the house. He left the house. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he always yeah. had a hat. Right? Yeah. And my friends used to say, "Man, you know, your dad looks like a cop because he always had a hat, always had a tie." Always, wow, mm-hmm. um, and uh, but not in the house, you know. And, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, then my mom was, um, she, you know, I'm a mama's boy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know, and that's how it usually is, you know, daddy's girl, mama's boy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so uh, she spent a lot of time with me, right? Uh, and, and my mother's very smart, mm-hmm. um, uh, very well read. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well read. She she just stopped reading the New York Times just like two weeks ago. 
She doesn't wow. read anymore, but she's every weekend she'd read the New York Times wow. through its entirety, right? And so mm. that she's my inspiration. Yeah. And then as I grew up, you know, and left New York, um, I tried to inspire my children. My children are doing well, mm -hmm. right? Thank I'm, God. I'm kind of my blessed. Um, mm -hmm. My oldest son, I have three boys. Mm -hmm. uh, one is in Springfield. Um, kind of strange, but you know, it is what it is. But my oldest son is a physical trainer. Mm -hmm. uh, he he went to uh, Hunters Lane, and graduated. Oh, wow. uh, so he's up in D.C. Um, uh, he owns his own gym, wow. mm. right? Doing, doing well. And then my youngest son, um, we thought he was going to be a marine biologist, but he he uh, he, he went uh, towards football. So he went to Pearl. Mm -hmm. uh, he was all city, all American. All right. Uh, got a full ride to Illinois State University. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, and now he's at his alma mater, coaching. Wow. Mm -hmm. Like he was just here the other day, mm -hmm. recruiting. Yeah. He went to Pearl, recruiting <laughs> for. Illinois State. Wow. Mm -hmm. So you mm -hmm. come full circle. Yeah. So, you know, so as I said, those are the stages in your life. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, I suppose both of my boys should dive in. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, and, and they they both kind of liked it, but you know, they liked it because dad was paying for it. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. <laughs> right? So when dad stopped paying for it. Yeah. Right? Because uh, to be honest with diving's not cheap and it's gotten very much more expensive uh, than it was in the past. That's why when we're teaching the tap kids. You know, uh, I tell them, you know, we got to do some fundraising, you know, mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, no sense of learning how to do all this uh, and not go nowhere. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Right. So, um, right. yeah. So they'll be in the water tomorrow and next week. Uh, I think we're going to go to the Cayman Islands. We're going to the Keys. Mm -hmm. Right. But this is through monies that yeah. they raised mm -hmm. and been donated. Mm -hmm. right. So right. Um, wow. I don't know if I answered your question or not. No, you did. You mm -hmm. did, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. I, I just is is interesting to hear, man. Again, that 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 your mom, man, is is still going. You mm -hmm. know, yeah. for lack of words, man. Yeah. Like, like that's that that's, that that speaks towards your lineage, man. And just just how, like you said, how yeah, hard yeah, of working. Her, her, her sisters, they all live long. Mm -hmm. um, her, her old, her young, her baby sister just passed away last year. She was ninety-two. Wow. So if all of her older sister would have been one hundred and fifteen, I think. Uh, wow. Yeah. But yeah, she died. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Right. Uh, so and she's one hundred and one. Mm -hmm. So, but you know, um, the good thing about uh, you know is the longevity of the girls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Boys don't live that long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think I, I I'm kind of the oldest right now. Mm -hmm. Me and my cousin, mm -hmm. uh, you know, my dad died. Uh, he was 70 something, 70 something. Mm -hmm. So most of the boys in the 60s, mm -hmm. in the 70s, mm -hmm. traditionally as black men do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah. you know, our women uh, usually have that longevity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my, 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 my grandparents are from Barbados. Mm -hmm. wow. My, my uh, grandfather and grandmother, his mm -hmm. wife, are from Barbados. Wow. Uh, and then my, uh, my dad's family is from uh, Virginia. Mm -hmm. um, and so we have uh, some history, mm -hmm. right? My, my, my grandfather was very fair. He looks almost white. His father was white, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but up until he moved here uh, from Barbados, um, first, you know, Barbados was segregated. It was controlled by the, by the British, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, the British was notorious, uh, notorious racist. Mm -hmm. and, and they, yes. I can't speak on it now, mm -hmm. you know, but maybe they still are. Mm -hmm. Right, so they went and conquered the world, and you know, and tried to instill the British monarchy. Mm -hmm. right? So they did that in Barbados. And my grandfather migrated uh, with his wife Estelle mm -hmm. uh, to Brooklyn, mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. right? And so he raised uh, uh, there was eight eight children. Mm-hmm. Uh, he raised them all in Brooklyn, right? Uh, and then my mother married my father in 1941, 1940. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we moved to the Bronx. We like the nomads, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know. I remember my grandfather said, nobody moved to the Bronx, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we did. Yeah. And the rest is kind of history. Man. Man, it's, uh, I was just sitting here thinking about, Mr. Stewart, how you've seen so much mm-hmm. and done so much and contributed so much to our community from an avenue that's not popular among a lot of us, mm-hmm. you know, because we hadn't been introduced to it. And I'm pretty sure a lot of our listeners are going to be like, he does what? Diving. You know what I'm saying? But uh, he's done a lot in the diving industry and he's done so much to uh, 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 make an impact on young people live. And like he said, that's what we have to do as a culture is be more interactive with our young people and try. You know, sometimes we blame the young people, but he he made a good point. Sometimes we're not good if we say we want to pass the torch. But sometimes we're not good at preparing you to carry the torch. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we're not doing a good job at that as older people, man. So, you know, people in my generation, man, we have to do a little bit more getting better at that and be more interactive. But with all your accomplishments, Mr. Stewart, and all the things that you've been able to see and and do, you was talking about how this racism thing impacted even the diving industry the aquatic industry and you would think you know racism you think wouldn't hit some places but even in that will this ever get better in your opinion you know and that's a good question <laughs> right because um what i have found so i've i am not a uh, an academic i'm mm-hmm. not even close mm-hmm. uh, I, I barely graduated my school mm-hmm. So, but everybody in diving with a purpose, um, are, are, uh, gifted, not the word, are professionals in their own right. Mm-hmm. We've got lawyers, doctors, engineers, you name it. If mm-hmm. you're on the boat with all these folks, mm-hmm. they don't brag about what they do. They, mm-hmm. If you ask them, they say, oh, I'm Dr. So-and-so, but they yeah. don't talk about that. Yeah. yeah. So what happens is you have these group of dynamic people coming together for what reason? Right, one was the love of diving and the love of history. Mm-hmm. And over the course of, of, and be honest with you, I was not a history buff mm-hmm. until uh, this Guerrero piece. You heard me allude to it earlier. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, and archaeologists are, 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 are folks, are, are, are learned folks, mm-hmm. right? Uh, who kind of, no, I don't, I don't want to say it that way. I was going to say something, right? But they share their information, mm-hmm. right, with each other. Mm-hmm. And and 99% of archaeologists are white. Mm. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, they can tell a story. Yeah. But they can't tell a story to our Like we can tell the story. That's yes, right. That's right. right. Uh, yes, so, like the Guerrero, like the other things, right, we're going to tell it in our own story. Not mm-hmm. our own. That's what I'm devoted to, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I think, right, I've, I've done a couple of documentaries, mm-hmm. one called The Journey, mm-hmm. right, where the young man I was telling you who is a, uh, owns an own investment firm. And another young man, his name is uh, Christopher Cannon, who is in the Secret Service. In fact, he guards, he guards Mr. Dr. Biden, uh, uh, Mr. Biden, mm. President Biden. Okay, wow. yeah. okay. Um, and and uh, I took them on a journey years ago. They were teenagers, right? right? Uh, we went, we took a, a year-long journey, uh, and I told them about their history, and then we, we, we ended it with a, a dive on a slave ship called the Henrietta Marie, mm. right? Wow. And the premise behind this is if you taught your history, 
uh, does it make a difference? And, mm-hmm. and you can, I, and just tell you, these two dynamic men, they will tell you, yes, mm-hmm. right? If mm-hmm. you teach them history. Our children don't know their history. They can't even tell you who, they can't get past their grandmother. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 And, you know, and yeah. so mm-hmm. we, mm-hmm. and it even, mm-hmm. even, and so now uh, they're trying to change history. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Right? Yes. They're trying to say that we were immigrants. Right, they're trying to say that we came here willingly. Well, we didn't come yeah. here willingly, no. and we were no immigrants. No, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, so let's tell the truth, right? Yes. You know, so the white folks are all upset about critical race theory. Oh, talk about them, it. Right? Mm-hmm. But that ain't what the, that ain't what it's about. It's no, about teaching the correct history. That's sir, exactly right? right, and not whitewashing. Yes, right. Sir. I'm that's not a... trying to make you guilt, feel guilty about your ancestors, mm-hmm. but we're gonna tell you, tell them what they did. What's real? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes, you yes, you know you enslaved us. You took us from a land, right? How would you like if you walking down the street having a good time, somebody snatch you up and mm-hmm. take you to another country, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can't you can't speak the language. Right? Yes, right. You right. can't make a living. You don't see your family yeah. again. Just think about it. Yes. folks. Don't think about that. Yes, oh man, yes, you tell it now. Yes, sir. you tell it now. Yeah. Folks don't think about that. And mm-hmm. I think so. If you could, if we could put our young people in that position, would they think differently? Mm-hmm. You know, we. I'm very much concerned about the violence in our community, mm-hmm. right? But I really don't know how to fix it yeah. or to work with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna give you one instance, right? Mm-hmm. I was my, my washer broke, and I had to go uh, to the wishy wash. Mm-hmm. I guess that, that's what they call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah wish wash, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. so I pulled up, and uh, there was two young brothers that were sitting at the top, mm-hmm. and then a, a sister pulled up alongside me, mm-hmm. right? And she had wet clothes, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, so she, you know, it was heavy, man. Yeah. So you know, I kind of, you know, I said, "Hey, brothers," I think I was kind of a little harsh. I said, "Man, why don't you help the sister?" Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know what they said? No, we ain't gonna help. Wow. And then I said, "Why not?" He said, "Cause you talk to me sideways." Mm. Right. So I, I mm. yeah, you know, me not being yeah. a. Knowing what they meant, I let yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want them boys was packing or not. Yeah, that's right. That's right. No, you right. You right. You so exactly they, right. I helped her inside, and she dried the clothes, and she came back out. And I didn't say any more to them because right? I right. just. But but so I I went to my tap kids and I asked them what that meant, and yeah. they said that we they it was it was I talked to them disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm saying to myself, it, it, you know, you're angry because I asked you to help your grandmother. To be a man. Right? Mm-hmm. To be a man. Right. To be a man. Right? And they don't know how. Mm-hmm. I ain't been taught. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, so how do you reach them? I have not seen them young men today. And I hope they maybe are listening to this program. I mm-hmm. don't know. But I hope that, that, that when you see a sister mm-hmm. out there, you know, help them, right? This is, we have conflicts, man, you mm-hmm. know, uh, mm-hmm. between, between, between you, you said you did a thing on marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, and, 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 you know, we have problems. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, you know, let's, let's admit it. We have some problems, yes, you know, sir. and I, I, I don't know, I don't want anybody to feel offended, right? But mm-hmm. I truly believe, I truly believe that, you know, sisters do well with our young brothers until they reach 13. Mm-hmm. And after that, they ain't got a clue. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, mm-hmm. uh, granted, some sisters have done well with have some young brothers. Have done well, but mm-hmm. that's not the majority, that ain't the majority. That's the minority. Yeah. That's, right. that's <laughs> yeah. These two young boys right there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know their family background, but right. I would guess they have not been raised by a, by a brother. By a brother. A brother, yeah. a brother who means them. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. So we need, I, I'm going to choose, you know, uh, we need to bring the family back together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? So yes. I was, so the kids in tap, right? Mm-hmm. They're, mm-hmm. Now they're all, they're fathers now. Right? Mm-hmm. And I told I told them other day, man, I am so proud of you. Yeah, but man. now they got children. Yeah, right? man. And then you said, you know, 
and and you know I was like their dad. Right? Yeah, man. You know they had most of them had dads, but mm-hmm. I was like their dad. Mm-hmm. They said you can just do what you taught us, man. Yeah, man. Right? I said yeah. your first mm-hmm. priority is your children. Mm-hmm. Nothing yes, else sir. matters. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Nothing out here matters. Nothing. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Right now you can do any other things, but take care of your children. Take right? care yes, of your sir. kids, man. Yes, sir. Yes, right? sir. Mm-hmm. And then if every brother was doing that. We yeah. wouldn't be having this problem. Yeah. I mean, the problems that we're talking about, the brothers shooting and killing each other. Yeah, man. Wouldn't be happening. Yeah, man. It starts at home. It starts That's at home. That's basically the same, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, sisters, I hope I didn't offend you. No, man. Yeah. That's, <laughs> a, that's a mic drop, dude. Yeah. That, all that you yeah. just said, that's a mic drop, man. So, one but, thing one thing you said, me and my son, we talked about it on several podcasts. Yeah, I've been yeah. trying to push that. We got to learn our yeah. history, man. And these other culture can't get mad when we bring it up. We're not bringing it up like you said to put it in your face, but we want you to know why we deal with some of the things that we deal with mentally. Some of the stuff that's still in our DNA is because our history has is checkered, man. It's got a lot of trauma in it. Now, what you could do if you face some of the stuff that your ancestor did, then maybe you can help bring us out of Absolutely. some of that trauma, man. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And and you know, but but. You, so like the critical race theory is, is a big deal. I've got a partner and you probably need it. We can get him on. He's a, his name is Dr. Uh, oh Lord, have mercy. Uh, Dr. Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he teaches uh, black history at Florida University. Mm-hmm. But wow. he, he, he can he can lay it down yeah. in terms of what, why, you know, critical race theory. And, and, and in actuality, he was telling me that critical race theory is taught in colleges, mm-hmm. right? So all these parents are saying, you're teaching my child, critical race theory is not true mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. It's, it's taught in law school mm-hmm. right which i did not know mm-hmm. right uh so but i think um white folks are, 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 are nervous yeah right uh, yes to be honest they're nervous you know that they're, they're thinking that we're gonna take over they, you know they're gonna be a minority pretty soon but that ain't how this works because mm-hmm. y'all got the money yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right yeah look hey, we, look. we just trying to get a little piece yeah, of yeah, it but i think so so into the depths um mm-hmm. if you uh, have, haven't seen it uh with sarah roberts it's a six-part series uh and it talks about uh, different slave ships uh, that uh, she followed uh, mm-hmm. around the world Mm-hmm. Um, but it's 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 a take on our history, right? Mm. And in, you know, it, so DWP, um, um, we are uh, very much uh, interested in the African diaspora. The African mm-hmm. diaspora is the, four, the Middle Passage. Yes. So there's a mm-hmm. 400 year uh, event, not event, a 400 year piece that took place uh, where we were enslaved and brought here to all, to all over the Southern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. All right. But right. we are still. Having we're still having the same effects, right? Yeah. We have not overcome it. No, right? mm-hmm. still know? dealing with it. You're still right. dealing with mm-hmm. it, right? Mm-hmm. It was supposed to take 400 years, but we we 450 and count, man, mm-hmm. man. That's right, right. because oh, of man. that trauma factor. Absolutely, mm-hmm. but yeah. some of you know, let's be honest, some of it is our fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's not blame it all. Yeah. all on we deep. shoot ourselves in the foot a lot of times. Literally, yeah. Let's not blame it all, D white man. Yeah, yeah, he can't take all of it. He can't take all of it. Yeah. But you know, yeah. they, they, they they put roadblocks in. But you know, mm-hmm. for me, it's you know, it's it's you know, you gotta go around the roadblocks. Right? Yes. Uh mm-hmm. you know, like in the tap program, the kids will tell you who, who come out of our program, you know, some some come and don't stay. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you know, we've we've had uh, maybe 500 kids come through mm-hmm. uh, over the 25 years, mm-hmm. uh, 27 years. But you know, they all don't stay. Yeah. But, but I guarantee you, if your child stays with our program, you will marvel. And all the parents will tell you, you will marvel at the child that uh, that they have become. Yes, sir. Um, we we have 100% high school graduation rate. Mm. We got an 80% college graduation. That's rate, amazing. Right. That's uh, amazing. We've got a couple of PhDs. That's right? amazing. We, right. Uh, I yeah. just told you we've got an investment banker. Yeah. We've got a young man working in the White House. With, yes. Uh, Guarding your president. Yeah. Right. Um, I'll and, start it from their program. Oh, from, Come uh, on, man. Yeah. But all of them will tell you. That's amazing. We gave them the, the exposure. Yeah. yeah. So all I do is you, you, we put you out there. We take you. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and mm-hmm. then you make up your mind. Yeah. 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 But if you if we don't do that with our children. They never know what's going on out there. Mm-hmm. This planet is surrounded by 70% of water. Mm-hmm. 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 Right? So mm-hmm. that means if you don't swim, get out there, you are taking the pride of yourself of 70% of this earth. This yes, earth sir. is magnificent. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, sir. And if I could take you down uh, 40 feet into the wonders of Mother Nature, you would be so. It is truly one of the most magnificent experiences that I have ever had. Mm-hmm. Right? Because now you in, you're in there with Mother Nature, right? Uh, and uh, what does the mind go, Mister Stewart, when you're in this? In well, this you know, setting, man, it, forty it, feet deep. Well, like you know, that. if if you first you got to be comfortable with it. Yeah. Right? Once you get yeah. certified, you got to work and you get comfortable, mm-hmm. and then you enjoy the surroundings. Mm-hmm. So the first thing we always get. Is what about the sharks? Mm. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the sharks, when you hit the water, the sharks go the other way, right? Mm. Um, they, they, I, I don't know any scuba diver that's been by a shark. When you hear somebody's been bit, it's usually a surfer. Right. right? And the surfer is he's not where he's supposed to be. You ain't supposed to be surfing uh, at dawn at dusk because that's when the sharks That's leave. when they mm. that's right? So, mm-hmm. And perhaps you remember, you in their realm. That's right. That's right. You, you, at, you, you yeah. at their house. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the other thing that we do, so we do, we do um, maritime archaeology, we do ocean conservation. That's, mm-hmm. We have a two-fold program. What the other program that we do, as you know, our planet is in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like global warming, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of people kind of deny it, but you have to see it firsthand. The oceans are warming up, and with that, the coral reefs are dying, mm-hmm. right? Along with uh, the fish are dying. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, coral reefs make up five uh, percent of the ocean, mm-hmm. but they contribute twenty-five percent of the fish species, mm-hmm. right? Uh, wow. Right? Yeah. Uh, and the coral reefs. Right, supply seventy percent, or the ocean supplies seventy percent of your oxygen. So mm. if the reefs die, the oceans die, you gonna die. Yeah, wow, wow. Right, mm-hmm. and you know, so so people don't grasp that, mm-hmm. right? And so what we say to folks is, and if, with, even with the tap kids, you know, for climate change, we can do all. We, you don't have to go out there and beat the drums and go to your politicians. You can, everybody can do a little something mm-hmm. to mitigate climate change. Yes, right? as a collective. Right. Um, don't throw trash on the ground. Believe it or not, you take this bottle right here, mm-hmm. this bottle, mm-hmm. you put it in White Creek, you know where it'll end up? If nothing happens to it? In the ocean. Wow. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Right. It goes from White Creek to the Cumberland, from the Cumberland to the Mississippi, the Mississippi to the, to the Gulf, and the mm-hmm. Gulf to the ocean. Mm-hmm. Right. right. If wow. nothing happens. So, you know, I've watched people just throw garbage on the floor, right? I live yeah. off of 12th Avenue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, um, Every three days, mm-hmm. there's nothing but garbage on, mm-hmm. on, 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 on the street, man. Mm-hmm. I've watched people drive down the street, 
open the door, put the little McDonald's bags on the ground, mm. close the door, they and keep on keep it moving. Wow. Yeah, they do it. I mean, so those are the little things that we can do as a people to mitigate climate change. Yes. No doubt about it. And the other thing is that, now, so we're doing our work. So we do ocean conservation. So ocean conservation is a twofold purpose. We, we, there's a piece called Coral Restoration. Mm-hmm. So, and believe it or not, so it's an organization called the Coral Restoration Foundation. We partner with them, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and and they have a nursery, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's 30 feet of water. So it'd be mm-hmm. as deep as this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's a nursery. So on, in, in the nursery, they, they have trees, mm-hmm. coral trees. So, mm-hmm. so see that pole right there, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, is a tree, mm-hmm. right? And then it has branches. Right, mm-hmm. uh, it has ten branches, and then each branch has ten corals. Okay. So they will hang the coral from uh, the tr- each branch, and the coral is about the size of your finger. Mm-hmm. Okay. They let them grow for about a year. Now the nutrients from the coral, uh, mm-hmm. the nutrients from the ocean, allow the corals, corals to grow. Yeah. So after a year, they grow so large that you, sometimes they'll even fuse together. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So what they have to do then is we call them. They frag them. They cut them up, mm-hmm. and they take them, and we outplant them to what they call the marine sanctuary. So you actually get a chance to. What we call clean trees or algae, and then you take you will actually take the coral and you outplant it to the to the what we call the marine section to the reef. Yeah. So you actually are part of of helping mitigate climate change. Wow. So so what happens with these corals is that they um, we have found that that they can withstand some of the extreme temperatures. Mm-hmm. Once what happens is um, once the water gets above 83 degrees, mm-hmm. the coral will excrete what they call the xenotelli, mm-hmm. which is what gives them a color and it's another part of, of the of the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And they will excrete it. Mm-hmm. And then they will turn white. Mm-hmm. Right? If they turn white and stay white, they will die. Mm-hmm. Right? And if they die, of course, you mm-hmm. you have a dead coral reef. Mm-hmm. But if the temperature goes down, they'll get the, the xenotelli will come back yeah. and, and the coral will survive. Mm-hmm. Right? But some of the corals, so the corals that we've been doing, I guess maybe applies to Darwin's, Darwin's law, right? they're doing better in the higher temperatures. Okay. Right? Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. So okay. we've been partnering with them for the last 10 years. Yeah. Uh, we've outplanted uh, 5,000 pieces of coral, right? and we've had, I don't know, four or $500 in, in, in hours. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so that's that program. The other program uh, we just came up with is called DWP Cares Collective Approach to Restoring Our Ecosystem, mm-hmm. and it's a monitoring program mm-hmm. where Mr. Kramer Wimley, who is a, a lead instructor with DWP, came mm-hmm. up with this CARES program uh, where we're teaching how to monitor the coral reef. So that's the other aspect of what we're doing. So mm-hmm. we do maritime archaeology mm-hmm. where we, you know, we're looking at the African diaspora, you know, slave wrecks, the history of it. But it's not only the slave wrecks, it's other, there's other wrecks that we've been involved in. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's, all, it's all maritime. Mm-hmm. And then the conservation people. So, and when they see all these black people, like, whoa, you know, it's, it's again, <laughs> We're getting outside of our norm. Yes, right? yes, sir. Uh, and, yes, sir. And trying to expose our, our young. So the adults do it and the youth do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. That's great. Man, um, Pops, man, I, I'll let you go ahead and intervene, man. But but I, I don't know what this man ain't done. Yeah, really. man. <laughs> I, we only got a few more minutes left, man. But I just want to thank Mr. Stewart for coming on yeah. and just giving us a little bit of his shine of what his life has all been about, man. And, 
he seen, he's a very humble brother, but he's a he's a giant to me though because of all the things that he's shared with us today, and there's some other things that he shared with us off mic, man. And it just lets us know that we got some diamonds in the rough, man, that we walk around every day and not even recognize. So I'm thankful that we got a chance to recognize Mr. Stewart today on our platform called The Black Men Vent 2. Nashville, man, it's been a great, great episode. Uh, Mr. Kenneth Stewart, I I would say just Google him. Just, just Google yeah, him, just man. Google it's, him it's up, so man. much yeah. uh, information that we could not fit into our hour that, you know, we try to keep you guys in. But Google Kenneth Stewart. Google uh, the Tennessee Aquatic Project Group. Google Diving with a Purpose. He has over so many different programs all related to the aquatic realm. And uh, Nashville, again, if you guys want to have your children be interested in these programs, again, Google Kenneth Stewart. Yes. And I know through the World Wide Web, there was a way that you guys would be able to sign up and get your kids involved in these programs that Mr. Stewart has um has for us so natural man we won't hold you long again it's been a great great episode man again this has been the body mass index of coaching and mentorship yes and a black man with kenneth stewart and we want to thank him this monday morning for his venting yes and thank him again man for um just allowing uh us to share in the the coaching and mentorship how he's coached and mentored others yeah how he's been coached and mentored throughout the aquatic realm yeah nashville as i always say it is what it is it ain't what it ain't you can do what you can and you can't do what you can't pop until next week it's a wrap black man don't get trapped